Hi, and welcome to the Art of Spiritual Sleep. My name is Wendy Rosenthal, and I am your co-host alongside Kabbalistic sleep and dream expert extraordinaire, Mordecai Ballas. Hi, Mordecai. How are you today? I'm great. How are you, Wendy? Fantastic. It's uh, very exciting here where I am. Lots of uh, <laughs> great weather, so I'm enjoying that very much. Each enjoy week, it. We enjoy the sun over here. Yeah, <laughs> you do. <laughs> well, each week we come to you in order to share the deep and insightful wisdom of Kabbalah and how it shares wisdom about what sleep and dreams really mean and the power that they contain. You know, Mordecai really has a desire to affect the, the sleep and dreams of all 7 billion plus people in the world um, because he knows and he's been teaching us that when you better your sleep, you have clearer dreams and the awakened part of your day becomes far more elevated. And that's good for each one of us and it's good for the world. So welcome again. Right now we're in the midst of a series where we're talking about and decoding the categories, the different categories of dreams. You know, each week Mordecai gives a um, symbol of the week, an interpretation of what that symbol means so that you can interpret those things on your own. But obviously we can't give you every single symbol that ever happens in every dream. So we wanted to take you on this journey to discover what the general and broad meanings of the different categories are. This week, we are decoding the symbols that are associated with plants. Before yes. we get to that, yeah, <laughs> I always like to have my flowers behind me, you know, my different flowers. <laughs> they always bring, make me happy. So I'm excited to learn about plants today. And each week, you want to hang with us until the very end of the episode because we have two features that you don't want to miss. The first of which is the language of dreams and the sleep symbol of the week. As I said, Mordecai shares a different symbol and goes into the meanings of them. So you can interpret or at least start to interpret your own dreams. And secondly, something to sleep on because Mordecai wants to make sure that every week you have something that you can be doing practically and proactively to better your sleep and better your dreams. So please stay with us. And if you have any questions, make sure you text us in the comment sections on all of our social media platforms. If we don't answer those questions today, we definitely will during the week. And we really appreciate all those people who do reach out to us during the week. So thanks so much. All right, all the business is done right now. Mordecai, let's get <laughs> on to the really good stuff. Let's yeah, talk so about just the to Yeah, so just to clarify, we already spoke in the past about categories of dreams. Um, we focus in now on categories of symbols. Correct. Right? It's just to give you um, 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 the right focus. So, um, so we now we already covered the, the inanimate objects, and uh, we we now in the we we actually going up in terms of energies, in terms of the desire to receive the vibration uh, so now we're talking about plants we're talking about trees everything that is related to the uh, plant kingdom so we're already talking about a higher vibration than uh, uh, inanimate objects not that there are any people that talk to objects or receive messages from obje objects 
even if it's like big objects like a house as we spoke before. So now we are raising the vibration, which means some good news for many of us that if uh, you're not the type of person that feel energies from, uh, uh, let's say a door or a house or an object, um, there's now a greater chance that you'll feel energy from the plant kingdom because that kingdom is on a higher vibration than the inanimate objects. Mordecai, can you just take one very brief second and talk about um, the fact that the different vibration and different level comes from the capability of the that object or plant to receive or having a desire? Just to review it very quickly, because we talked a lot about it last week. Right. So, um, so just briefly, the idea is... Um, uh, the desire, desire in, in Kabbalah comes from, it's actually connected to the concept of vibration, connecting to the concept of the capacity of the individual of the, or the entity in that case to receive, almost in a way also to express desire, express capability to receive. So, for example, we can see as we will go higher that human beings uh, can do a higher connection of expressing of what do they want. They want to be loved. They want to be uh, uh, hugged. They want to, they, they express what they want. And then you have animals, right, that they can express, express not necessarily in the best way like human beings potentially can. And as you go lower, also trees in the plant kingdom, they can express, they can express in a better way the energy that they want to receive than inanimate objects. An object can, let's say, break or deteriorate, but for the trees or for the plants, uh, a plant can fade away, the flowers can fall, uh, a plant can have like brown spots, or um, so many more ways than the inanimate objects that it can express the desire of the energy that it needs. Right, it's kind of like a plant, like a, a sunflower knows to look to the sun, right? It seeks out yes. desires being, you know, in the direction of the sun. So plants- Yeah, receiving that. the light, beautiful. Exactly. exactly, so plants do have more a capability of even expressing it, you know? Um, yeah, like I have a tree next to my house, which uh, um, we have in a love and hate relationship uh, because uh, at least once a year, it brings out flowers that really, really, I don't have a, really smell bad. And it's in a way like the, the tree is saying, you know, this is my form of protection from different insects. Uh, don't come near my way, but don't, don't come near me, but uh, it affects the people around. But is that the way of this tree right. to, to express its desires of uh, those insects to stay away from it? Right, and sometimes you can even tell the desire of a plant that needs more water, you know? just how their leaves are expressing themselves in that moment or you know i don't know i just i i, just, I it just was much easier for me to see that in plants than when we were talking about it last week with the inanimate objects so it's very interesting 
how much it's, we there's really amazing stuff do. about this kingdom right because yeah. um, again i'm not a, an expert in plants uh, but i know for example there's certain plant that it dies if there's a, it literally dies if there's a specific negative energy hmm. around it without going into too many details like it's i think it's the orchard the orchard Orchid. that it really orchid. orchid yeah orchid yeah it really it, it's affected by certain uh, vibration certain energy so there's amazing stuff when it comes to this and there are people that can talk uh, to plants and receive more energy from the plants. Um, many, many Kabbalists throughout the history, whether it's the great Baal Shem Tov, my teacher, Zav and Karen, would go frequently to nature, frequently to nature. There's actually a place in California, uh, I think the name is Yosemite, if I remember correctly, that there are trees over there that are thousands of years old. Like yep. some, some of the trees are like from the, from the day of creation. They are there. And if you really stop and listen, I have friends, I'm not in that level, but I have friends that can really hear the trees saying different messages. You know, we've been there, we've seen everything that is going on in history and really beautiful, powerful messages. Yeah, I think it's so, really fascinating when you stop and think about how much plants do communicate with us. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Um, just even in the rings of a tree, you can tell its age, you know, um, through, you know, the, the products that it produces, through, you know, the food that it creates for us. Um, you know, how many times have you been told if your plant is dying, talk to the plants, you know? Um, right. You see the react, you see it respond um so yeah it's really fascinating when you stop and think about it i don't think many people well, maybe more than i think but i don't know if everybody stops and thinks about that as often yeah you know and and, and spiritually yeah spiritually they represent trees represent the energy of going against our innate nature um sharing when we want to receive when we don't want to be dealing with anyone and with anything it's really the ability to push because they they really go against gravity. Mm. And some trees represent different things, like the palm tree, right? Why it goes, Karen Berg, our teacher shares, why it goes so higher? Because it has the ability to bend with the wind. So it's the ability of spiritual flexibility. So in general, yes, trees give you the energy of uh, going against the nature, but you can see there are different trees that give you different blessings, like the palm tree. Now, um, and, and, and there's so much to it, right? There's even Kabbalistic uh, methods. Uh, I'm not going to go into all the details, but there are Kabbalistic methods to use to facilitate a certain meditation using the trees for women to get pregnant, for women to get married because it's related to the idea of trees that bring fruits. Hmm. So um, there are people that go in certain uh, streams of meditations. There are people that go to the forest. I mean, uh, let's say if we look at the Baal Shem Tov, the great Kabbalist that lived 250 years ago, 
the majority of his breakthroughs in the beginning was because every day as a child he used to go to the forest. Hmm. And when you are in tune with nature, like the Baal Shem Tov was, like our teacher Karen was, you actually opening for you more and more gates. Now, when it comes to dreams, though uh, obviously there are uh, different trees can give different messages, but when it comes to the bigger picture of, let's say you, someone comes to you or you had a dream with a tree in, a, in relation to the realm of sleep, it's actually an indication of a connection to the tree of life. Tree of life is obviously not a physical tree. It's, um, it's the energy, it's consciousness of life with no ups and downs. So despite, it doesn't mean you don't go through challenges, but you don't view them as challenges. You don't even, tree of life reality is not even being in a state of mind that I'm convincing myself, yeah, I know it's a challenge, but I know it's for the best. No, you don't even see, not that you live in denial, but you don't see it as a challenge. To begin with, you see it as a blessing. So that's the tree of life reality. No ups and downs. It's only going up. It's only beautiful. It's only great. So when we see in a dream, a tree or something that is related to the plant kingdom, especially trees, it's related to the energy of the tree of life reality. So now, whatever can... happens with the tree, that's connected. Okay. So just in general, though, can you, can you step back for a minute? Because I don't know that we've like kind of said in general, when you see plants of any kind, whether it's flowers or trees or carrots or any kind of anything <laughs> in the plant can't moss it could be moss you know anything in the plant kingdom are there some like general this is what it's trying to tell you regardless of whether it's a plant or a flower or this or that like there's right some general things so what do they represent the plant kingdom represents the energy of life you can see and the energy of sharing so you can see many times that, um, first of all, trees, they every night they do the process of taking uh, our carbon dioxide and really like, transforming it to oxygen mm -hmm. so we can breathe. So they are doing the work for the planet. They are the cleaning service of the air. So that's one thing. Like they are fighting the pollution for us. So that's one thing which is really, really important. And you can see that there are different flowers, different plants, different um, uh, bushes that they all serve some form of energy of sharing. So uh, whether it's a, a beautiful thing or whether it's they use their flowers to help fertilize different areas of the land, there's so, they, they have so many roles that are related to the energy of sharing. Okay. So when you dream about, this is obviously in general about this category, when you dream about trees or anything from the plant kingdom, it's related to a connection to the energy of life, tree of life, being alive rather than just existing, letting the time go by and oh, I can wait for this day to be over and being in energy of service energy of sharing, energy of giving. Because there might be an inanimate object, let's say like a stone, that is the middle of nowhere, 
and it's not really doing any action of sharing. But when it comes to the plants, every plant has some form of energy of sharing. So it sounds like in general, when you see something from the plant kingdom in your dream, it has a positive connotation for the yes. most part. Yeah, I mean, assuming that the plant, let's say, has grown, the tree has grown, if um, something, let's say, died from the plants, it's also a connection to the energy or, or like you, someone sees uh, the plant falling, the, the tree falling, the leaves falling. It's energy of like increasing of the energy of sharing. Someone, you need to do something about increasing your energy of sharing. Okay. So it's related to sharing and being alive. Okay. Being of service and being alive rather than just existing. Going against your nature when it comes specifically to trees. And um, I had asked you the question before, but my recollection is that the, the, the color green from the Kabbalistic standpoint is a color of balance. And you know, right. typically, not all, but a lot of them are have at least some green element to them. Does that have something to do or does that rep is that represented in any way in this category through dreams? Right, so, so the gr green in Kabbalah is associated with the emanation of Tiferet out of the 10 emanations. It's the energy of healing, the energy of, um, of central column, energy of balancing between receiving and giving. And it's really beautiful because even in meditations uh, with different healers, many times they either focus on the energy of blue or the energy of green. And yes, sometimes they also say like white, like energy of like of white energy that is washing you. But the energy of green is energy of healing. Okay. So many times when we see trees in a dream, when we see the energy of, um, of the plant kingdom, we see the energy of green. And it many times can, uh, many times it can indicate about the, the desire of our soul to maintain balance. And in many of the cases, I don't want to say most or everyone, but in many of the cases, it's an indication that the person needs to increase the level of sharing. Ah. Uh, for many people, it's like that, right? The, 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 mostly the focus is in their life about receiving and uh, they don't yet master or grow to the next level of the energy of sharing. So. Ah, so it's also a good indication, I would say, if you have a dream with something from the plant kingdom, it sounds like it's a good idea to ask yourself, am I sharing enough? Just, just as a general... Oh, how can I share how more? How can I share how more? Can I share more? Yeah. It. And it depends if there were other people in the dream. Maybe it's also about uh, being kinder to yourself. Ah. Right? It depends how... Um, the situation with the plant or with the tree in that uh, dream, because the person might be too hard on themselves, not sharing with themselves, not stopping for a moment to breathe, to enjoy a great meal, to enjoy great time of uh, with family and friends, whatever that is, even if it's virtual, right? So it's really uh, about increasing that energy whether it's through the green 
or through the nature of the plant or anything like that. Are there any, um, I understand that, that there could be a war like an, a warning or a message for you that is to wake, awaken you when you're seeing a plant or a tree. Is there, are there any in the plant kingdom that are like truly negative? Like if you say, see it, it's like, oh my gosh, like just because it's in your dream that you should be, you know, maybe seeking an interpretation or are they all pretty, depends on the, the situation. I can't think really about, um, you know, like a specific tree. Nothing comes to my mind, okay. but a specific tree. In all the years of dream interpretation, I never came across, I don't I will say never, but I don't remember coming across someone that had a dream related to the plant kingdom that the tree itself was, uh, was negative. Okay, so it's not like in some time, yeah. and we'll learn this more, you know, next week, but, you know, sometimes there are animals you see in a dream where if you see it, you kind of go, oh, almost doesn't matter what's happening. Yeah. There's something that's a warning, right? Yeah, well, there's also a few, like, uh, there's always exceptions, of course, but there's like few uh, really cool stuff about uh, the plant kingdom. For example, if you dream about a forest, a forest is connected to the energy of, uh, uh, in, in Hebrew, it's called the Ya'ar. Ya'ar, that's the name for a forest in, in Hebrew. And it's the same letters from the 72 names of God, which we use, it's like a, a keyboard for the soul to tap into higher consciousness. Each one of the names draws a different energy. So Ya'ar, same letters of Ein Reish Yud, from the 72 names of God, which is for certainty. Mm. So uh, sometimes when people dream about forests or they're getting lost in the forest, it's, it can be an indication for a lack of certainty about a specific aspect or a scenario in their lives. So there's always like these uh, small little things that are related to this. It's so fascinating. I, I just think it's so interesting what, you know, that if you really look at it after everything you've told us about what plants as a category mean in your dreams, um, if I really stop and think about the messages that plants also give us in our daily lives as well, you know, if we stop and look around, um, it's really spectacular. And, and I'm afraid that most of us really don't. And I know that, I know that you're going to bring this up in the, in our something to sleep on today, but until we've had this conversation, I've never really thought about how it impact, how they impact us both, you know, daily from a message standpoint and also in our dreams, you know, how much they have. To right. Because it's really important. It's, it's a really good point because it's really important to understand that we are here as humans on this planet to become every day, the best version of ourselves. Now, in order to facilitate that, we have different support systems that are divided to those four categories. So we have support from the inanimate objects. We have support from the plant kingdom. We have support from animals and we have support from humans, whether it's uh, souls that have been here and left, whether it's people that are messengers for us, whether they are aware of it or not. Mm -hmm. And it it's also can be angels as we spoke about the angel Gabriel in one of the episodes. It's really important to understand 
that if we look at nature, nature is a major part in communicating with us. Yeah. I mean, all the talks about global warming and however you want to, to view this, because it's related to, I mean, people might say, nah, it doesn't exist. They might say, no, it does exist. Some say we should take it seriously. Some maybe are less concerned about it. Regardless of what your view on it, it's the nature, the plant kingdom trying to communicate right. to us. They are the conduit. This, the plant kingdom is the conduit for bringing us messages to each and every one of us individually and to mankind to become the better version of, of ourselves. So you might get out of your house that one day or another, and you'll see that the plant you usually see or the tree that you usually see, something happened to it. It's broken, uh, one branch fell, the whole thing collapsed, all the leaves fell, and it's a bit out of the ordinary related to that tree. There's something there. Right. You can't just keep on going, you know. There's something, they try to tell you something. Right. And obviously, when it's coming in the dreams, it's even more. Exactly. Well, I just think it's fascinating, and I really appreciate all that you have shared about this, because um, I just love the message, and I'm going to just really quickly recap. It's going above our nature. It's, it's sharing and knowing that you know we have to be looking at how much more we can be sharing when we see it in dreams how much more we could be doing in, in terms of pushing ourselves. And then obviously, you know, there's nuance, but generally speaking, that it's a, it's a positive and reinforcing type of message that you're getting in that, that type of dream. Right. And it's Great. not negative if, uh, let's say, the tree fell, there was a fire in the forest in your dream. It's showing, it's not a negative thing. It's showing you that it's time to improve, to... Right. Take you to the next level. Take your sharing to the next level. Take your connection to your soul, to your well-being, to your inner guidance to the next level. Yeah, I like it. It's supportive. And that's, that's yeah. what we all need. All right, Mordecai, thank you so much. Let's talk about the language of dreams and a specific yes. dream symbol for this week. What is it? Right. So uh, we actually chose for, for this time uh, bushes. Because we already, I think we already spoke about trees. We did. Uh, we have spoken yeah, about We did, right? So um, it's and very flowers. interesting because uh, in Hebrew, um, similar to the idea of the forest, yar, certainty, a bush in uh, Hebrew is siach. Siach. And it's another elevated word for conversation. Mm. So it's about communication. When you see bushes, or uh, like a, a bush in a dream, it's an indication that um, there needs to be an improvement of communication. Or there's going to be a great communication with a certain individual, someone that maybe you didn't bring up that level, maybe there's space between you and the other person, or maybe it's time to talk about what bothers you, or it's talk about to, to communicating in order to go to the next level all around communication and specifically about conversation, okay. putting into words that which you feel, that which you think, that which you desire. 
doesn't have anything to do with the uh, burning bush that Moses stumbled upon, does it? Is it connected to that? So th this is funny that you ask because the burning bush that Moses experienced, our teacher Alberg teaches us that this was a, a Moses connection to the tree of life reality. Ah. What does it mean a, a bush that never really uh, been consumed by the fire? And it's the idea that when you are connected to the tree of life reality, you don't experience the energy of death. You don't experience the energy of end. So Moses had his next level communication, right? Next level communication with the tree of life reality. That's amazing. It was already it. elevated before, but the Moses before the experience of the burning bush and after, it's two different uh, Moseses. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love how it's all, everything's connected and I love making yeah. those and seeing those connections. All right then. What and is the our... voice, right? The voice was talking to him through the voice of the creator was talking to him through the burning bush. So it's also communication. Yeah, with communication, exactly. That's what made yeah. me think about it. Okay. And, and by the way, the Kabbalists say that the conversation wasn't like five minute conversation. It was one week. Wow. The conversation between Moses through the burning bush with the creator had this conversation of back and forth. Say, you are the messenger for my people. And Moses, no, and yes, and no. So. It probably felt like a minute though. <laughs> yeah, increased communication. <laughs> exactly. All right, and something to sleep on. So we actually want to give you three things that are related to one thing, which is enhance your connection with the plant kingdom. And as you enhance your connection, you increase the option, you increase the possibility that these messages will come to you in a dream. It's important that we upgrade each and every one of our uh, relationships with the four kingdoms so we will be able to elevate in general the symbols that we do get in our dream. So when it comes to enhancing uh, our connection with nature, with the Mother Earth, with the plant kingdom, we have three recommendations for you in this session. One is uh, on a daily basis, at least until next week, go to nature and uh, speak to nature. Even go, even if it's somewhere close, close your phone, uh, just for, or put it on, on uh, vibrate, just put it aside and just even come with questions. Just talk, just say what's on your mind. I know people sometimes talk to their animals, right? They're having conversations with their dog, right? So what's the difference? Why can't you do a conversation in a, in a forest? I mean, or in, uh, in nature, if it's a, if it's a park, a, a nice park, why not? Go and do this conversation. Whatever it is that you need support, help, messages, try it, it works. Um, I would say also do it in a way that uh, maybe people will not judge you necessarily. <laughs> like uh, now you're talking out loud or find a place that you can be just you the force of creation and the plants. Number two, find a way to grow more plants in your house, in your garden, in maybe already doing it, just maybe add 
more and uh, or find more ways to grow the plants that you already have and to nourish them or to speak to them, to communicate with them. And number three, to have daily appreciation for nature. I know about myself, when I leave the house every single day, I pause for a moment, I take a deep breath, and I just enjoy all the nature that is around me, and then I, I keep on going. Yeah. And it, that- it reminds me, just as a side note, and I, I remember once that uh, someone that I know asked my teacher, Karen, how come he's uh, color, uh, colorblinded? So I don't know if the answer was specifically for him or if it's for everyone, but the answer that Karen gave was that in a previous lifetime, he wasn't really appreciative of nature. So the whole idea of colors, uh, it's not that important. So he, part of the reason he came to this lifetime is to learn to appreciate more nature, even if it's just black and gray and white even if it's without the colors. All right. I think that appreciating nature is something I know personally. I, I practice. Let me ask a quick question, though, because I was thinking about growing more plants, and I'm going to admit something I don't really want to admit. I have a, I'm not a very green, I don't have a very green thumb. When I have plants, I okay. just like, I either, it doesn't matter what kind of plant, it's not about, it's like I either overwater or um underwater and this isn't a gardening gardening show so i'm not asking for um you know advice on that but what if naturally some people aren't um not in tune with a plant that way when you say to go grow more plants uh you don't want to kill them either (laughs) yeah (laughs) um i think the key is effort you know really to Maybe get like a plant that uh, it's a win-win. Like, like a cactus. Uh, you, you can't really kill it. You, know? <laughs> you can't really kill it. Yeah, like a cactus. Listen, it's a part of my life. I've always wondered because I love plants. And I love nature. I've always wondered why I haven't had that touch. So. And by know. the way, maybe it's to watch some videos online. Maybe read a little bit about how to grow plants in a better way. Okay. Before you get a plant. Yeah. It's also an option. <laughs> Yeah, we don't want you feeling bad if you got a plant and then you kill yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we're getting messages on Instagram and exactly. Facebook. I killed it. I don't know what I did. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much, Mordecai, for all of your amazing insight. I want to remind everybody that you can find us on all the social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, well, most of the media social media platforms at The Art of Spiritual Sleep. We are on a large majority of the um, podcast platforms, So please like us, subscribe us to us and share us if you find anything in these sessions that are very useful. Remember, we have a mission and we'd love for you to be a part of that. And that is to better um, all 7 billion people plus sleep and their dreams so that as uh, humanity can elevate itself um, to it and, and vibrate at a higher level for the benefit of us all. So please make sure you share. And if you have any questions or you were, are interested in dream interpretations or the Art of Spiritual Sleep program, you can reach us at artofspiritualsleep at kabbalah.com and we will get back to you as soon as we can with any information that you're requesting. 
All right, Mordecai, I'm going to say goodbye to you for this week, and uh, I wish you wonderful dreams. Thank you. Enjoy the planking, Dom. Yes. Have a great week, everyone. Thank you.